if you see of all me, the things I'm... you could do, the first thing that comes to mind is I can get a burger whenever I want. <laughs> yeah, freedom. Yeah. Very wholesome. I want fries. I'm gonna get myself fries. I ain't gonna wait for someone to wake up to, you know, bring me fries or get me to the fries. I'm gonna walk out and get me to <laughs> everyone you're listening to village kids a podcast hosted by four childhood best friends i'm annika i'm erin and this episode we'll be talking about independence we're at around the age when the topic of independence comes up a lot in our decision making big or small and yeah in our case we're talking about it in the context of independence uh in terms of moving away from our families. And so that's not something that I've personally experienced. So I'll be moderating this conversation. And that's something that everyone else here, I know has a lot of opinions about. And um, specifically, I think in this year, (laughs) a lot. And by a lot, I mean, like, more than once each. (laughs) First things first, I guess, what were all of your experiences moving? I think for the three of us, the first instance was uh, moving for college. Mm, yeah. Because the three of us went to college in Manila. But I'd say it's a different kind of independence. Because <laughs> you still feel dependent. Because technically, yeah. you're not working. You're, you're just moving away. Maybe from like your high school friends as well as your parents. But there was always that well, especially outside of COVID, you know, there was always that uh, eventual going back home. So you you always had that comfort. Like if you wanted to go home for a long weekend or if you wanted to um, visit relatives for a birthday or a wedding, it was so easy. So definitely, I think moving away before it wasn't too heavy. Whereas I think moving in the last year was also quite a whole nother feeling, I think, for all of us. Yeah. I'd say it was an easier transition because, like, since we already felt the kind of partial independence going into college, it's like being more independent in the sense, like, financially independent or whatever. Mm. It's, it was easier. So for me, naman, I like now. I feel like I'm not independent still, cause I'm still at the house. But like same with air, like kind of financially dependent in a way that okay, wait, I don't have bills to pay really, just my credit card. <laughs> oh, this is a whole nother topic, na like. Wow, wow! I didn't even sorry. I didn't even think about financial independence, but that's. Just yeah, like, maybe we should have started with what are your definitions of independence? Mm, <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry, I opened that Pandora's box. <laughs> no, no, but definitely, I think there. I, I think Annika's right. Like there, there are def- definitely different levels of independence, and I think depending on where you are in your life, um, you're able to unlock those levels. I guess, like for me, I think when I was in college, I didn't think I was gonna you know, support myself till I was outside of school. 
and I didn't even know that was gonna be right after school because <laughs> um, similar to Annika uh, I wanted to go into a different path like wherein I would continue on school for like however longer for context I think that we're really privileged to be able to go to school and not have to worry about where to get money for tuition or for our living expenses like having our parents um subsidize our college basically it's it's a really big privilege and like i acknowledge that and i'm very grateful for it i think it's really good that you're bringing in context into this because it's not so much like an expectation put on students to work alongside school so that limits like I guess the definition of financial independence. I think yeah. also on that level, you can kind of shoot it back to Annika and how technically her living in Canada, it's so different, right? You have to be a, a lot more independent. I think really early on, like in regards to taking public transportation, um, you know, it's so different, your lifestyle there as opposed mm-hmm. to being in the Philippines. And I think that was something that uh, when I was in school, it was kind of foreign because I, of course, you'd have chores, but it's completely different not having the extra help in the house. Yeah, wow, that's a whole other direction to take it in as well. Yeah, I think oftentimes we think of independence, like I think of it now, I guess from the lens of like the life stage that I'm in, that independence is equated to living alone but like as you brought up earlier margie it's third degrees to it only like really reflected on this recently that um after staying in the philippines for six months did i realize that oftentimes when i'm there i i'm never ever really on my own or doing anything alone like you don't just decide that you want to walk out of the house and go do something and just walk to the mall. That's mm. not a common place. But when I moved here, suddenly that was an option that I could just leave the house whenever I wanted, if I felt like grabbing a snack or doing anything. And that's mm. really liberating, I guess, in a way. Um, I don't have to tell anyone where I am. I can just freely do this. And it's scary, I think, at first. Um, coming from an environment where that wasn't the norm and always feeling skeptical about my safety. But yeah, it takes time to get used to, but it can also be something empowering. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you guys? Like what, how has independence presented itself in your life and in what way has it impacted you? <laughs> I feel like pretty much the same as yours, Anna. It's like, When I went to college, I started out in the dorm. And then after the first year, I moved into a condo and stayed with two of my close friends from high school. And basically, when that happened, it's like I had even more freedom (laughs) than when living in the dorm. Because like no curfews, I could go wherever, wherever, whenever I wanted and I think as the youngest, we're all the youngest here, but I think for my case, as the youngest in my family, I think my parents were a lot more chill with me. (laughs) Like, 
they'd ask me about like what I'm doing and stuff. And I honestly tell them, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going out this weekend. And then they'd just be like, okay, just be careful. Or like, just make sure that you're with trusted friends or whatever. But I'm like, if they don't ask me, it's just, okay. I can go wherever I want to. Not that I go anywhere dangerous, but like, it's <laughs> the idea that you could do anything you want whenever is, as you said, really liberating. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think for me, even when I was in the dorm, I felt quite liberated. I think, um, you know, I, I, I was in the dorm for maybe like five years. And um, in that time, you know, you just, you're just so go with the flow. Everyone's just going anywhere and everywhere. And you're just, stuck. you want to do an all-nighter like in McDonald's? go if you want to <laughs> gonna go to Bo's coffee and just like stay there for 36 hours straight you know just <laughs> it's happened <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's crazy and then I think um as a sheltered as a very very sheltered person not gonna lie first year first year second year Margo was just this is the life <laughs> Um, obviously it's so shallow in the sense of independence still that was like really like baby independence for me just um, but that's how it was like I wasn't the type who could walk out of my house at 3am and get McDonald's when I was in Davao you know and then when I was in Manila maybe I shouldn't have maybe that's kind of dangerous but I did sometimes because I was hungry (laughs) You know, I mean, Katipunan is still alive at that time, so... Yeah, it is, it is. But I guess th- in the most superficial way of it, I felt independent because I just felt I made my own choices and then it allowed me to learn from whatever repercussions there were that came- resulted from that. I feel like college in that sense is so fun because like, you could do anything you wanted without having someone breathe down your back for it like yeah honestly if my parents are watching i'm a cpa now so you don't have to worry about it but like (laughs) back in college (laughs) whenever there was a class that was like kind of so so like you could just cut it whenever you want and like you wouldn't get scolded for it basically yeah i love that actually yeah and like it's up to you it's like if you miss a class and you miss something because of it, like, okay, that's on you and it's up to you to make up for it, which I love the idea of. Like, I've skipped classes to study for other classes that have, like, yes. more units or whatever. Yes. I love Julia. <laughs> I feel like Julia's so ready to... I feel this on a molecular level. <laughs> I want to hear what Julia has to say about college. I feel like she super relates to this. I, don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> In my experience, though, because, okay, I am the most unathletic person you'll ever meet. So back in college, our first, our, our first period is fitness something. I don't know, but um, at 7.30, <laughs> physical class physical education um no first of all i'm a night owl and i'm super unathletic i really couldn't I, th- I think at one point i had to drop it and i had to take it again in another year and i got an afternoon class so that was 
best idea. That was the best <laughs> shot I've ever made. It's like a training ground for what it's like really? to be in charge of your life. Yeah. With like it's so it was so fun. It really was parameters of some somehow being held accountable, right? Whether it's your grades or your energy level or the number or fatigue and uh, all of that. Yeah, I guess now my question would be, um, what do you wish you knew now about like living independently before you made the move? In my case, when I moved um, for college to Manila, it wasn't really a big change because I think my dad was there every weekend and my sister was the one who drove me. Everything was still spoon-fed to me in the beginning. It really didn't feel like anything changed. It was just the location for me. During the time when I didn't have a driver earlier in college, I would drive myself. So maybe that was the only difference that I really felt from coming from Davao, moving to Manila. But that kind of scared me because driving an EDSA... Okay, first of all, driving in the Philippines is a whole nother experience. <laughs> but driving in Manila in EDSA is... I can't imagine. <laughs> I, I would have to call someone, like a friend, while I'm driving. Just to like, I don't know, I feel safer when somebody knows what's happening. What about when you um, started like, kind of moving around you set up a business like all those different things the independence that you've had is so multifaceted as well because my course is entrepreneurial management so it was necessary for me to follow through with my thesis in order to graduate so our thesis is to put up a business and they have like this you have to earn this much money every month in order to graduate so um work smart not harder whatever Aaron did um so I opened mine back in Davao I don't know it was just so easy for me because there's a lot of people here that could help me run it so I still didn't feel that independent when putting up my business because my dad was here to overlook it while I was still in Manila trying to graduate I don't I, I really didn't feel the independence back in uni to be honest, like I feel like I started becoming independent more so during the pandemic. For context, I moved to our condo September of last year, I think. That's the only time where I felt like I took the baby steps to be independent. Because I kind of learned, kind of, emphasis on kind of, learned to cook. I love cleaning, so that wasn't new to me. Mm. I love being alone, so I don't know. It was just, wow, when I'm there, I'm so peaceful. Like, I feel like I'm a different person. Like, who is that Julia at home? I don't know her. What you guys felt during college was how I felt last year in September. You're just going to have more opportunities as soon as, hopefully, the pandemic, you know, comes to a close. Because you already know what you like, what it would feel like. And now we're both moving again, Marky. How are you? Yeah. How's the move? Um, I think for me, what you described, I felt quite a few times <laughs> in the last eight months. I think this was my favorite just because I know it's going to be for a longer time. So it's like, it's an investment in itself. 
like the move and I did feel that sort of peace today this morning um literally I haven't built any furniture yet so I just laid out the comfort there on the floor and just put up pillows and I was just like this is life I'm I feel so at peace and that's when I called up Erin and I was just like you know what let's just talk <laughs> like I just I just feel so okay and yeah. even though I hit myself this morning I don't know if this got it's <laughs> clear but I wounded myself this morning and I just feel so unfazed by everything I'm just there are just going to be so many different bumps in the road but I'm so happy to just kind of appreciate the little things I learned quite a bit to be a person outside of the people who take care of me. I just found out more about myself. I think I was so scared of being alone. Sometimes I was scared of wanting independence because I felt like it would equate to me being lonely. Um, and I wouldn't lie to you guys and say that, oh, I haven't felt lonely. Obviously, you guys know I've been lonely so many periods of this pandemic. But I think I became less dependent on physical presence and more about the actual relationships and appreciating them and then knowing that even if I'm physically alone I'm not necessarily alone in this world so uh yeah so a lot of reflection in this independence of moving I feel like for Marga specifically like Marga and Julia, like, independence is, like, a whole other discussion when put in the context of COVID. Because, like, you're not just dealing with independence. You're also dealing with isolation and, you know, a lot of fears and anxiety of COVID itself. Bottom line is trying to be a young adult in this COVID world is tough. <laughs> For me, I I'm alone. I feel like Julia craved it for so long that now that she finally has it, she's like, I'm free! Yeah. <laughs> she's like, me and Marga in college. <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> you can be independent, like you can feel your independence, but also still know that you can come home. I think, like, for example, Erin, you mentioned you came home. It doesn't mean that that means that your independence went away, but rather, like, you are able to also separate your independence from, like, being in family. And I think that's something that I looked for as well, especially during the pandemic. I think we all looked for support in different places. And I was so lucky I had relatives to lean on when I knew it wasn't the right time to be completely isolated from people. And, yeah, I feel like that's that's a whole other layer as well. Going back to Annika's question, though, like, what do we wish we knew about oh living independently <laughs> before we made the move? Going back to that question, I feel like for me, I am happy that I went into it not knowing what I do now. Because part of taking, like, the baby steps in college and then after college, finally trying to bring in some more independence for myself, it's like... The fact that I took those baby steps didn't make it hard at all. It was a fun learning process. And I feel like, honestly, a lot of the things that I learned came from the friends that I made there. You know, it's like a share, 
share your tips and I'll share my tips kind of thing. <laughs> and it was just generally a really fun time trying to figure things out by yourself. I agree with Erin. Like the learning experience was fun. I think yeah. for our parents too, it's like from their point of view, college was like the first step of them letting go of us. Yeah. So like they, they're still there and they're still very much present, but they're not like physically present. And I feel like such a necessary step for them to just not, not to feel so burdened by the sudden absence. Yeah. And I think like something important from like what you mentioned about um, how the community that you were in because definitely like entering college and even entering the workforce you're doing it with um hopefully like people who you can lean on as well and then like for example your friends sharing tips like all of those things sometimes you didn't know about those things going into college i learned how to um plunge on my clothes literally in the dorm i learned how to um save I think that's a huge thing that we kind of missed out on saving when you're not financially independent you still are independent but then in different ways and then you have to learn how to be more frugal with your money that's a whole other thing I mean you have to learn to live within your means and not being able to necessarily go to your parents room the next night and like ask oh I ran out of money can you let me yeah so same I don't think I knew anything or I knew what I was getting into going into it, but I'm glad we got out of whatever we got into with less battle scars. <laughs> I feel like from a practical perspective, on the other hand, like there are a lot of things that you have to take note of when you're going to live independently. So like for, for me, moving from college to uh, working in Manila, I didn't actually move places, but the dynamic kind of changed. I told my parents that I wanted to pay for things by myself, you know, stuff like that. So financial independence and stuff. So I feel like there are a lot of practical things that are that you need to take care of, like uh, rent, utilities, electricity, and then all the little things too, like um, Wi-Fi, appliances. I don't know. Like there are so many aspects to living away from home what do you think Marg? you signed your own lease just a few weeks ago um yeah like last week <laughs> a few days ago yeah um i think for me definitely i think it was also very liberating in the sense that um you know even these last few months um actually where i was earlier um, in the pandemic, I was actually sharing a unit with um, a college best friend. And the reason why I did that was because I wasn't, I was so scared of the investment of effort, time, and just having to think about signing your own lease and um, being committed to a place for like six months to a year. I was just so scared of that because I was like how do I know whether I'm going to be staying in this job for that however long and I was just not ready to make that big step um but I agree I think it's really good to start with baby steps so for me if you can try and share um your first unit or if you're going to rent a place try try feeling it out first with someone maybe you can save money I think that was really good for me because um, as I mentioned entry-level paying job 
I had to work to um, not necessarily deprive myself of food. Okay, so here's the thing. I love Starbucks. I love Tim Hortons. I love being able to eat food. But I I mean, you know, sometimes I have Pancit Canton. I have Samyang. You know, like I, I can buy 7-Eleven food and mini stop fried chicken. Um, but sometimes you want to order in no-nos. And sometimes you want to go and have a good cup of coffee. So a lot of my growing up in the last how many months was really first knowing how much I need to spend in a month. I learned a lot from Erin and Julia, just the way that they handle their finances. I'm still, I still have a long way to go, but definitely knowing how much you spend, where you can save and, um, just also taking care of yourself. I think something that I took into consideration with my first job is that it's okay to spend on yourself. Like I wasn't too afraid to buy things because I felt, you know, in this pandemic, <laughs> being alone, <laughs> I'm also wanting to think of my own mental health. So sometimes I would treat myself. Yeah, so it's it's still happening to me. <laughs> Obviously, I'm still learning and I'm... I'm so lucky that I was able to also lean on people during the pandemic. And so my advice to people who are about to graduate would be definitely, you know, stick to stick to your community. Uh, being independent doesn't mean that you have to do it all alone. I think that's that's my that's my number one thing. You yeah. can be independent and take care of yourself, but also know that you can stick with people. Of course, it's hard during the pandemic, but there are people who are also entering the workforce who may be looking for a place that is also nice that you might be able to save on. And it's not bad. It's basically like being in the dorm, but out in the real world. <laughs> and, yeah, and then you can save meal prep. I haven't honestly done that, but a lot of my coworkers do that and they save quite a lot of money. Um, so yeah, just learn to see what you want to do and how you want to save. Definitely saving is important, but take care of yourself and treat yourself when you can. Yeah, that, I think that's it. Those, those are my wisdoms. I've only been out in the workforce for how many months? So almost a year, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it'll be updated and better in a few months. <laughs> As a closing for me, though, um, living independently for me is just a lot of figuring out how else I can be more independent. Yeah. My parents would not tell me that, oh, you should pay for this, this, this. It's like me telling them, like, I want to pay for this, this, and this. So it's like more of poking around and figuring out where else can I get more independence for myself. Mm. It's just a learning process. Until now, I'm still learning. Although at the moment, I am back at home. But, you know, still a lot to learn about how to continue on with the independence despite being physically back at home. Yeah. It's like a balancing act, being at home while also somewhat maintaining your own sense of independence. Yeah. It's also figuring out healthy boundaries. Because like, honestly, already having had that independence in Manila and coming back home and suddenly feeling like it's not as full as it was it's really just trying to figure out what works with that being said as someone who has yet to get like a taste of like living independently 
I feel like this whole conversation has been so enlightening. Um, I feel like I could pick out any 10 second snippets from anything that we've said, you guys have said so far. And there were just so many like little gold nuggets and all of that. It's really been so interesting to listen to all of you talk about independence sort of in real time as we're all experiencing it, how and how that sort of comes in different shapes and forms, somewhat conventionally, somewhat unconventionally. And yeah, I think the whole idea of independence can mean different things for different people and at different points in their life. Full independence is something that is often romanticized. So I think this conversation has really debunked a lot. Like, you know, that it's a lot of work and it's a lot of learning and growing and constant change and adapting to your situation, whether it's that you're living at home, trying to find your own slice of independence or whether you're fully out there and navigating what that might look like for yourself. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you learned something from this. Till next time, guys. Bye. 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 Village Kids.